Hey everybody, Mike Mel here. Uh, November 14th, um, wrote an article published yesterday called It's Not If But When. This was, uh, I guess, just something I was thinking about this summer and um, maybe more recently about uh, the hurricanes of summer, Harvey, Irma, and uh, Maria. Um, I, I came across a story... Um, years ago, well, I came across it recently, but it was about years ago in, uh, 2005, um, a family, uh, you know, a couple, Warren and Pam Adams, they lost their home during Hurricane Rita. I think it just washed it away. And, uh, they were living on the coast, I believe in Texas or Florida or something. And, um, you know, after that, uh, they, they decided to, you know, build a new house, but to, you know, up to code, up to modern standards that can handle, you know, a category four or five hurricane, not to mention the, uh, the higher tides. So they built, you know, they, I think they moved to, um, a new town called Gilchrist, Texas, and, um, they built their house to modern codes. I believe they raised it 14 feet. Uh, so very high. And again, they were living maybe, you know, a hundred feet from the coast. So they were right on the water and right in the path of another hurricane, if and when one decided to roll through. Well, one rolled through three years later, Hurricane Ike. Uh, I believe it was a Category 3 when it landed. Um, It made landfall. I believe it was a Category 5 out out in the Gulf at one point. But, you know, their house was put to the test. Um, Their new risk measures were put to the test. Um... In this article I wrote, it's on Medium, um, the picture uh, just says a thousand words about what proper risk management can do for you. Um, the image is a, is a picture, I believe, um, you know, a day or two after Ike hit of Gilchrist, Texas, and it shows the Adams' house as the only house, the only structure, one of the only structures that was left standing after Ike hit. Um, it's a pretty demoralizing and sickening photo for um, you know for the town. You know, sadly, a lot of the people you know got wiped out, their homes wiped out, and I don't know if they were able to recover. But um, but I decided to write this because you know I uh, recently was at my cousin's wedding down in Key West. And they got hit pretty hard by Irma, and we, you know, my wife and I drove back from Key West to Miami Airport um, to get a flight home, and we drove through all the Keys, you know, seeing the destruction and and a lot of the uh, uh, the trailer park communities, not to mention just the other businesses and and the and the um, the trees and just the the wildlife that was was destroyed by Irma, and, you know, that wasn't even a direct hit, you know, I can only imagine what would happen if, uh, you know, it rolled directly through there, um, so, you know, it was hit me, I guess, pretty, pretty hard, and, you know, I just wanted to, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, natural disasters, also market disasters as well, and right now, I believe we're, we're in between storms, you know, um, you know, and I think the risk, I don't know what the risks are, you know, I, I know 
They can be very dangerous. The risks are enough that I know they can kill me. Um, So I try to prepare for for anything. I don't know what could happen. Um, You know, I'm trying to say like, oh, this scenario is likely, so let's prepare for this uh, specifically. No, I try to prepare for anything and everything um, because I believe my and our imaginations uh, can't imagine most most of the things that can kill us, um, believe like, oh, wow, I could never have saw that coming. That was, whew, you know. And, you know, the, the Adamses didn't know that Hurricane Ike was going to roll through three years later, but they, they built it up to withstand many different scenarios. Um, I believe a lot of people just aren't doing that. Either they, you know, and I understand people can't afford to, um, but I think most people you know, are more in the boat of they just don't want to. They don't want to believe that it's even possible and that they're that they can just dance in between the raindrops, so to speak, and, and not be affected by by things. I think crazy shit can happen. And uh you know, lately in the markets it just hasn't happened in a while. Uh you know, we haven't really seen much. We've been kinda lucky. Um uh, we've been, you know, in the line of fire, you know, living in the keys so to speak where you don't have much protection and you're you're at risk of a major hurricane and floods and tides and stuff but you know one just hasn't rolled through in a while and this summer you know is a good example of how fast risk can happen to you and it wasn't just one hurricane there were three and there were three pretty serious ones um you know hurricane harvey then irma and then Maria, um, and a lot of areas got crushed and may not, you know, it, it may have put them, you know, in a drawdown for, for, for many, many years. Um, you know, my wife and I, after, after, uh, my cousin's wedding in Key West was, was supposed to go to Anguilla. It's an island, um, in the uh, British West Indies next to St. Martin. And we got, we got married there a couple of years ago. We were supposed to go back for our two-year anniversary. Well, we couldn't go back because Irma destroyed the whole island. And even even the more modern and, and very strongly built um, hotel that we had our wedding at, uh, at the Four Seasons, I mean, I believe they sustained $20 million worth of damage and they're not opening for another eight to nine months. So, you know, that's a very strong, more modern building. I can only imagine what, what the other homes on the island that, that are, you know, not as strongly built, what happened to them. And, I, you know, there's a lot of videos and a lot of footage and stuff that's, you know, pretty sad to see um, on YouTube and stuff that, uh, you know, if you're not prepared and you're not built to handle a storm, and a storm of the magnitude of an Irma or something like this, um, it's only a matter of time before before you get wiped out. And I believe it's, that's the case for a lot of people's uh, portfolios in the markets. They're just not prepared. Um, they can have a grand old time when, when the sun is shining and things are calm and uh, there's, really, there's really no risk out there that's happening to them right now. But if one, if something rolls through, then, then they pay the price. And uh, I'm afraid we're, you know, in between the storms right now. And I believe a lot of people are starting to feel very comfortable, complacent, and um, 
you know, they just gotten used to, I think, how good things have been over the past eight years. Uh, you know, it's been a pretty painless uptrend for the most part. I mean, there are a couple of little blips, but nothing really terrible. I mean, even Janet Yellen, my God, the, the head of the Fed says she doesn't believe we're going to see another financial crisis in our lifetimes. I mean, okay, sure. Um, you want to go ahead and believe that, but, um, you know, many people have have said that before, um, and they always, they always get surprised at some point later, like, oh, wow, we never saw this, you know, like Bernanke, uh, housing never goes down, there's no risk of housing going down, like, the, the trends were so strong, I believe, during that time, and they were lasting so long, and they just, things just got too easy, that you started just, you started believing, people started believing that, oh, this is just the facts now, you know, we're good, we're in the clear, forever, we're in the clear. We don't need to worry about about uh, housing. We don't need to worry about um, stock markets ever going down again. We're good. See, we fixed it. <sighs> it's 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 um, it's kind of laughable and silly, and but also sad too that that people still fall for. They still they still uh, get caught in the same old trap over and over and over again. Um, and I believe we're, you know, it's sucking in the next, the next bunch of uh, investors uh, into that same, into that same trap. Uh, now, um, you know, now it's, you know, we're just getting used to it, right? Like we have rising stock prices, we have low and declining volatility, right? No pain. We have little to no need for any protection in our in our portfolio. We need stops. We don't need, you know, hedged investments like you know, other hedge funds and, you know, trend following, uh, CTAs, uh, like firms like mine, we just don't need them, right? We're good. We only need is a long only stock index so we can buy any stock and it goes up. We're good. I don't need you. I don't need your expertise. I, you know, cause I, I can do it on my own. I don't need to pay you. I don't need, I don't need your help. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's a long game, you know, there's, there's no, uh, say like, it's not like football or whatever other sport where, we're on the clock and, you know, we're, we're not in the fourth quarter where this game is going to end and you don't get to say you won. Like, this is an ever-going, ever-existing ever game um, until the day you die um, where you always need to be protected. The game, there are no games. The game is always being played um, and risks can happen at any time. And, um, you know, I just hope people are... You know, at least people that listen to me and other guys like me um, are not are not getting complacent, are not are not buying their own bullshit, are not being tricked into um, what the bull market has has given them. What the what the not even just the bull market, but just like the the environment overall, the rel- the the level of calmness is just unbelievable. Um, you know, it, whether you talk about commodities, currencies, and bonds. They're, if you look across the board at, you know, um, rolling standard deviation and uh, just the year-over-year volatility of all these asset classes, they're, they're near all-time lows or, you know, at least 10 to 15, 20-year lows, which is insane, you know. I mean, but, but it can happen, right? And, um, you know, it is happening now. And that's a fact, but, um, you know, volatility, like prices, like risks, they're, they're always coming and going. 
They're always cycling back and forth. There's never there's never a fixed uh, fact in the market. It's just that um, you know there's rolling facts. There's sometimes this, sometimes that. You know, and it's always going back and forth, and you don't know when things are going to change. So you need to be prepared for when things do change. And um, you know, right now I believe that you know to to get off the subject of all right, what what I think is happening. All right, and what can we do about it? And what what opportunity is out there to protect yourself i mean if you want to do it yourself okay great um more power to you um you want to implement more diversification which is not being all in on the stock market if you want to uh, you know hedge by having stops using stops uh, in case there's a reversal that comes um if you want to you know put some dry powder in the bank you know, just to limit your exposure and stuff like that. That's cool. I don't know. There's many ways to do it. I'm not going to give you any uh, specifics on how to do it. Um, but, you know, if if you want to outsource your options, like investing in, you know, a hedge fund or, you know, a trend follower um, like myself, uh, other CTAs that, are, that, have, that have been... Um, you know, having a rough time recently because things are so calm and there's really not much opportunity out there for trends to say capture trends other than, you know, in the stock market. Um, you know, I believe there's, I'm going to go on a limb and say there's a generational opportunity to invest in trend following and, um, uh, just macro, macro long volatility strategies, firms that can make money when, you know, trend, you know, big trends come, come ashore. Um, right now we're not seeing any, any real trends. So these firms, um, pro- shouldn't be making any money. Um, especially the long-term guys. And I believe that, you know, trend following CTAs, especially are, are experiencing their own great depression at the moment. I believe they're, you know, we've pretty much seen this environment since 09, uh, the uh, global collaboration of low interest rates and you know uh, things like that that have hurt trends and you know um, killed volatility and increased correlation and uh, it's been pretty much been one big whipsaw outside of maybe a couple of years since '09 that have been that have been decent but overall it's been terrible um, but this you know if history is any guide. Uh, hist- uh, this cannot and probably will not last. Uh, uh, and I believe that, you know, there's a huge opportunity to get exposure to firms like this um, right now that uh, I believe that, you know, I-, I believe getting this exposure now is cheap. Um, I believe it gets more expensive. I think the odds are, are more in favor for, for people buying in at the moment. Um, than they are than they might have been in like 2015 after a great run in 2014 or in 2011 after a great 2010 run or even you know in 09 when uh, 2008 was great for for trend following um, and other macro long volatility strategies I think now we're at the we're in the lull and I think we're in a major lull and you know the the data supports this um, you know looking you know, looking at a lot of the indexes that track these firms, you know, the last 12 months uh, have been the worst, worst performance, risk adjusted, worst risk adjusted performance on record. Last 12 months. And terrible. The sharp, you know, everyone talks about like, 
you know, sharps of one or two or something. The sharp for the Barclay CTA index over the last 12 months has been negative two. That, that's only been there, you know, around those areas a few other times in history. I believe it was in 1990, 91, 99, 2000, 2006, and then uh, most recently, uh, 2012, 13. And, uh, you know, there's been other painful periods, uh, uh, you know, outside of those, those have been like the extreme cases, but there's been other, obviously, terrible periods for, for trend following uh, in, other, in other years. Uh, but but these, these periods where it's been especially bad, where it's all pain, no gain, um, I believe represent huge opportunity for for investors to get exposure because I believe they foreshadow what's on the horizon. Um, you know, in each one of those scenarios, right? You think of like ninety nine, two thousand, what was on the what was over the hill? A major bear market. Alright, the dot com bubble and then nine eleven, which, you know, um hurt hurt the markets even more. Two thousand six, two thousand seven, what came after that? Okay, you know, um, other other um, examples, too, that are not as extreme as those. But um, there's there's I believe there's a lot of risk building up um, in the system here. I don't know where it's going to come from, uh, but I have a lot of faith that it's going to come from somewhere and it's going to come. And it hopefully doesn't come like it came this summer for for the islands and the and the and the people who are living down in the Caribbean where you had three major hurricanes. And literally one season, uh, and literally maybe like a month or two. That that can happen here, uh, in the markets. It doesn't have to come like oh a little one here, a little one there, and it's all nice and spread out. So we have time, we have time to react, and we have time to you know put up the sandbags. Like what do you do when it happens literally overnight? What ha- what happens when it happens? Um, like what do you do when you get three big bombs in a month? You know. Most people have no, just have no idea, and they're like, "Oh, well, hopefully that doesn't happen, Mike." <laughs> you know, hopefully. Well, uh, you know, best of luck to you um, if you if you take that stance. Uh, I believe you're you're playing with fire um, if you take that position and you you behave like the neighbors of Warren and Pam Adams, where you just don't do anything to your house and you just hope that one doesn't roll through. You know, and then you get wiped out, washed into the sea. Um, and then you have, you know, the rest of your life to feel sorry for yourself or whatever, this and that. But, you know, one, and I hate to see one event that I think is pretty, uh, evident in that one's coming, um, that, uh, I hate to see for that to be the thing that, that knocks people out because I believe that, you know, one's always coming and I believe now, uh, given the recent calmness and the, the extreme calmness and extreme underperformance of, of trend following and CTAs that, uh, something's just, something's coming over the hill. Um, I don't know, like I said, I don't know which markets and where it's going to come from, but, um, what direction things are going to come and go, but, uh, something's coming and something big is coming. Um, I think 
Like I said, there's many ways to protect yourself. You can either do it yourself, learn, do your own ways, um, or hire someone to do it for you. Um, but if you're feeling a little, you know, uh, scared or nervous about, you know, uh, or, or even overconfident, very, very confident, take those as signals to start learning and to get proactive about protecting yourself because I think, uh, I think something's going to happen sooner than later. Um, you know, is a little bit, I guess, self-serving or, you know, of course I think this because I do, I do manage a trend following firm. Um, but, uh, but given the, um, you know, my historical research and just my, uh, maybe call it a gut feel too. Um, I don't feel particularly, um, confident for the people that have had it easy, had it easy recently. Uh, not recently in the past few months, but the past few years, you know, I think, I think people are going to learn that, oh yeah, you know, (laughs) things come easy sometimes, but we still need to manage risk. We still need to prepare, you know, we don't want, see, like it got us again. Like, I I don't want to see that happen to people who listen to me or read my stuff and follow me, you know, hopefully you don't come to me with a story like, oh man, I didn't, I didn't act fast enough or I, you know, um, yeah, I got a little too lazy. You know, I was, I was, I was too, I had my head down too busy with work or something. And I, I forgot to, forgot to put my stops in. I forgot to, you know, you know, uh, reduce my risk by, you know, uh, this way or that way. You know, I, I just didn't look at it, and I hoped that, uh, you know, things would come back at some. Point. No, I don't want to hear any of those stories. Um, I want to hear that uh, it didn't get me. I survived, and. I kept my powder dry. I kept my assets safe. That's what I want to hear. Um, so if you need help or if you need any guidance, uh, feel, please feel free to reach out to me. We can talk, um, help you uh, point you in the right direction and things. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, just keep, keep your eyes open out there. You know, I believe there's just a lot of risk building up. And um, I think a lot of people are going to get caught off guard and caught with, you know, their pants down in, in the next, uh, when the tide rolls in. Um, so, all right, I mean, I'll kind of ramble on here a bit, but uh, I'll end it here. Um, like I said, if you guys have any questions, any, um, want any guidance, any advice or uh, help with uh, protecting yourself in the next, uh, during the next wave here, feel free to uh, give me a shout, um, email me. Um, or hit me up on Twitter or something and we can chat, uh, chat there. All right. Uh, talk to you guys later. Thanks.